Broadcasting from Mayapak, New York, about an hour north of Manhattan. I uh, got a special guest with me, Brittany Dutoko. Dutoko? Uh, I've been trying Dutoko. to figure out. Dutoko. Yeah. Okay, cool. Dutoko. <laughs> Welcome, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I was so excited when I, I saw you in, a news, in the news article for the song you had written. Um, and I was like, oh my God, she's from Mayapak. She went to the school my wife did. Like, <laughs> I, we got to talk. And, um, and since then, it's only been better and better as I've, I've deep dove into you and your band. <laughs> well, um, so before we get started, though, I um, want to thank my guest, uh, Roman, from yesterday. He was a lot of fun. Uh, Liberty, Billy Joel's drummer, was on. He was a total blast, great time. Um, and also my buddies, uh, Mike Powers, um, Bob Deering, and Jared Rossoff. We had a great time on the first show. Uh, what we did, Brittany, is we, we reminisced. We, we've all seen the band Fish a lot. I've seen them about 140 times. Um, wow, that's yeah, awesome. Literally, literally. <laughs> to the 141, I have most of them logged. Uh, and we saw them <laughs> once cool. in Woodstock in a bar. Right, with 200 mm-hmm. people. Um, they just recorded the uh, Billy Breathes album. The show before was sold out Madison Square Garden New Year's Eve in mm-hmm. December. And then in June, we got lucky and we saw him in a bar. So we talked about that, told the story. It was, it was a lot of stories about it. Um, so you know, different. We broke my friend out of class. He was up in the class at the college. We like, knocked on the door, took him out of class. and went. Oh, it was just so much fun. It was like an adventure. Um, and we've been kind of dwelling on that and talking about it. And we're like, you know what? We've seen a lot of shows like that. So I've decided to start a new segment in Dooner's World. It's called Happy Hour Heroes. Okay. Right? And then the current happy hour heroes are Mike, Jared, and Bob. Uh, we've picked, we're going to, at the top of the month, we're going to pick a show that, or a couple shows or a band or something that we can, you know, go back in time and just reminisce of good times about. Um, so I think we're going to pick another fish show or two. Uh, we saw them in Binghamton, 94 and 95, both were standout shows. So I think we're, that's probably going to be what we do for August. Um, just awesome. developed this this morning at four in the morning when I added my meditations and I, I called them. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so <laughs> Dooner's happy hour heroes is born. Uh, Mike, Jared, Bob, and me, um, we're going to do it again. Probably at the end of the month, we'll pick a, a day. Might end up doing twice a month because it's so much damn fun. Um, so look for that. Happy Hour Heroes. I'm excited to do that with Mike, Jared, and Bob. Um, so let's talk about Brittany. Um, so what's going on, kiddo? Oh, wow. Well, okay. So I put out a single. Uh, waves. Out. Waves is out. It's awesome. Waves is out. Thank awesome. you so much for listening. It, it yeah. really means the world to me. Um, I... I had to stay up. It's so funny because for somebody that likes rock music and is a performer, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't hang at night. I got to really like turn it on for my shows that are later at night. So mm-hmm. last night I, you know, I was so nervous about this coming out. I had this really irrational fear that I have like everything set up. It's going to come out like it's set for release and then midnight comes and it's just not on any streaming platform. So I, was, like, uh, I have to stay up till midnight to make sure. Right, right. That, that's like <laughs> that going, waking up and you think you're in class naked, right? Like, oh my God, like, yeah, yeah. it's not going to happen. Which is like not going to happen because <laughs> right. it was all set up. But I had this irrational fear. So I was staying up late. So I'm, um, I'm trying to like wake myself up today and, um, but I'm really excited. I think um, everyone that's listened to it is uh, seems to be enjoying it, which, you know, is the reason why I make this kind of stuff. I mean, partially it's for me, but I I wanted to write some songs that people could kind of groove to and just like enjoy and vibe out to. So, so where did waves come from? Talk about it. the origin. When did you write it? When did you? All right. Okay. Cool. So, um about a year ago um, a little over a year ago I would say and I went to purchase college I was in the um, studio composition program Mm -hmm. so we have these things called master classes and I had written another song before this that's also going to come out on my EP whenever um, we finish it end of August early September Um, and 
you know, I had written it and it's interesting because you, you've seen, I do a lot of like hard rock stuff mm -hmm. and I wrote a song. It was a little bit groovier, a little bit light, lighter. I was really enjoying it. And I brought it to my master class professor who was like, this is ska. <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, and I think you're great for ska. And so I don't know if this is ska. I think it's more like, you know, indie ska pop sort of. That's, it's great. Whatever it is, whatever you call it. It's, it's, whatever it's a whatever it is. I'm, a, I'm so bad at defining genres of any, literally anything, because I can, I always listen for the influences. I'm like, it's got a little of everything. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But, um, so yeah, I was like, okay, well maybe I want to lean into this a little bit and write something with horns, which I had never arranged horns before. Mm. So, um, that's what I did. I came up with this. I'm a huge fan of, um, no doubt is probably like my biggest influence really um, yeah i would say like or, or at least my longest lasting influence oh, um, my mom was a big gwen stefani fan big no doubt fan so i grew up listening to those records and um i say records as if like we ever had a record player which we didn't i know it's probably like a crime i just say. got one i just got one a month ago and i started a new record collection i have like you know? thousands of records now i'm back in i'm, I'm so, i sold no, my collection like 20 years ago. now i'm back in it's, it's great no it's it's awesome and i love the i love the the vinyl revival that's going on and i'm definitely it's on my list for when um for when there's a couple i gotta make a couple other purchases first well I'm gonna, my... incentive. I'm gonna give you an incentive right now Did, mm -hmm. you watch my show with billy joel's drummer not yet, but I'm going to. Okay. Well, when you see it, you're gonna you're gonna get some of the things he got. So my friend Jim Gibson put a, a seven inch out by David Peel. You ever heard of David Peel? I'm gonna embarrass myself. No. Okay. Oh I'm no! Sorry. You're gonna find out. Look him up. He's 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 crazy. He's nuts. He was a street performer in Greenwich Village in the '60s. His okay. first album in '68 was called "Have a Marijuana." Right. It was very controversial. Okay. <laughs> his big song was "You Know I Like Marijuana." You like marijuana. Oh. You've heard that song. That was on yes, his first album. Okay. So his, oh, okay. John Lennon loved him. John Lennon was in the city. He saw him. He's uh -huh. like, you're awesome. He put his second album out on Apple Records. It was called The Pope Smokes oh. Dope. The Pope Smokes Dope. <laughs> oh, I've definitely heard Hilarious. of that album before. Hilarious yeah. album. <laughs> so then after that, David Peel started, he kind of fell into the underground punk scene and started putting out mm. a lot of punk records. So my friend Jim put a record out and he put a seven inch out for that release. And on one side of it is John Lennon talking about David Peel. That's David Peel right wow. there with Yoko and John. That's cool. Right. Uh -huh. So and one side's that and the other side's one of David Peel's songs. From the album. Dang, that's awesome. There you go. There's, there's where your first record. I'm gonna give this to you. Oh wow! Okay. I, have, I, literally, have, I literally have hundreds of them. Oh I, I, yes, yeah. I will. I will graciously accept. Yeah, it's definitely on my list. I'm gonna. I'm, now you I'm got a little incentive. This a little is the incentive. one record I own. Are you? Do you want to see the one record I own? Hold on, it's mm -hmm. right here. <laughs> Chipmunks. We are the world. <laughs> oh, nice. That's a great record. That's a great record. <laughs> this is my one record. My best friend bought it for me because we just, um, <coughs> I hope this isn't too controversial to say. I mean, I will say that, that uh, I'm one of those people that does separate art from the person. Um, big Michael Jackson fan of his music. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he got me this because we kept joking about playing like We Are the World. We would drive to like somewhere. We it was like a joke between us. So like, let's say we were going on a trip. Mm -hmm. We would make a playlist, and the rule is that you can't skip We Are the World when it comes up on the playlist. Okay. And we would put it in the playlist like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. The best and torture part, ourselves. The best part of that video is Bob Dylan. Oh my God, it's so the funny. The best part is Bob Dylan. If I want to feel good, I just go back and, you know, I feel like Bob Dylan, just watching his eyes wander around, like, where the hell am I? What the hell? It's classic. I, that is a classic moment. I yeah, love it. It's absolutely. Hilarious. Absolutely. Oh, that's so funny. Well, you're going you're gonna to own more records by, by the time you're done, for sure. Yes. Um, so let's talk about your band now. Um, <laughs> I hadn't heard about your band, August, Augustine Stein? Augustine. 
Augustine. Okay, cool. We don't um, know why, because there were too many Augustines. <laughs> I like the spelling. I like the unique spelling. We of were it. like, we're like, chuck the Y in so people can find. <laughs> yeah, no, that's smart. That's that's smart. It's good, good marketing. But I was shocked how heavy it was. Um, particularly Whitey Ford and and is it Fireside? I think Fireside. Right? Fireside, yeah, yeah. Oh my! So I listened to the whole album through, and I was like, holy cow! Oh, like, totally so cool. I, mean, I heard a lot of Iron Maiden in there. I was like, holy! Oh this yeah. Is dry, like early punk rock <laughs> Iron Maiden. I was like, holy cow! This is great. And the yeah. guitar player is a total monster. So he I listened is. to the whole album through, and then I re-listened to Whitey Ford and Fireside driving in the car with the windows cranked, and like, oh it's, yeah, it's powerful stuff. I, I was really shocked Thank at the, you. Uh, you know, the, the retro influence, but yeah, it was it was it was fresh and sharp and, and powerful. Um, so yeah, I'm a big fan. I want to do what I can to help you guys because um, all I'm, great. I'm totally blown away. Totally. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's a, I mean, exactly what we were going for because I think. Um, there are a lot of people out there that will say things like, oh, rock is getting old, it's dead, there's nothing fresh. And like, there is, but you got to look for it. You know, yeah. you got to find it. And we all have a lot of classic rock influence to some extent. Um, I would say like one of our biggest influences for that record is, I don't know um, if you know Slash's solo stuff with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our that's one of our biggest influences we love that project i mean we love slash in general <laughs> of course i actually just slash. got his solo on the double album where he does uh, tunes with lemmy and and, and um, oh oh yeah yeah really that's a good. great record really good yeah. yeah and um it's so funny and like i didn't like uh i mean i grew up with guns and roses i had um, a friend in high school that introduced me to like slash's solo stuff um and yeah i was just really um really blown away by it so that's one of the things we're um and uh our guitarist is so influenced by um metallica <laughs> it was mm. his like favorite band growing up and then we've got um uh our bassist really influenced by like cream and and like um those kind of classic rock bands um we all love black sabbath a lot <laughs> so oh, oh, we oh, want <laughs> oh, oh i got to, you want to see what your second record i'm giving you is Oh, so oh gosh. My friend Jim Gibson, the guy who owns Noiseville and, and Big Jim Gibson's records in Buchanan. Everybody go there. Oh, I know Big Jim's. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, great. All right. So yeah, I've known my... Big Jim for 30 years. I used to work with him at Mad Platters, a record in Carmel when I went to high school. Oh, cool. Right. So Big Jim Gibson had a, has a, a record label called Noiseville. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he put out, he has a band called Unholy Swill, which are okay. the, one of the funniest bands ever. That they're, they're hilarious. They're, they're going to make you laugh. Like that's just what they do. And this I record is going to make you laugh. You ready for it? You're a Sabbath yes. fan? You ready? Okay. War Pigs. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome! It is so awesome and funny, and this you're gonna get it. This is really hard to find, limited edition. So I'll put that. In your well, thank you very much. I'm excited yeah. to listen to it. Wow, now I really have to buy a record label. I know. You know I got mine. I got mine at player. Walmart. It's this. Um, here I'll show you. Mm-hmm. That Vict- Victrola thing. Victrola? Oh yeah, yeah, cool. It was, it was a mark, 120 bucks half price for 60 bucks. Dang, hope they yeah. sell that so, sale. <laughs> there, there was another one there too. So yeah, oh, cool. keep your eyes open. It's funny, my buddy Jamie out in LA about a, a few weeks ago I was talking to him. Mm-hmm. He said the same thing. He went out and found a half-price record player. So they're out there. Just like good bands influenced by classic rock that are out there. You just record players. Okay, are you out. just got to find them. Yeah, we wanted to bring something fresh to it, but also pay you know, homage to the people that inspired us to make music in the first place. Sure. Well, I think you definitely accomplished that with, with Augustine. So when did the band start? How did it? Wow, okay, so... <laughs> We've gone through a couple of lineup changes okay. um, and, na- and a name change, but um, myself and the guitarist started a band in 20, the very end of 2014, started okay. this band. Um, it was called Fiction originally. <laughs> we decided in high school? to change the or... name. Yeah, we were okay. in high school. I was, a, I was a junior in high school and he was a senior. 
by the way, his name is Matt, but we call him Freddy. So um, okay. uh, if I say my like son, that. My stepson was in school around the same time, Silo Master Polo. He was, he was, oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. That sounds familiar. My daughter, I don't know. my daughter goes to Maypac now. She's 16. She could be a junior. Oh, that, yep. that's lovely. Yeah, my <laughs> brother's, actually, my brother's in, in um, the high school, and he's going to be a senior this year. Oh, maybe they know each other. Maybe they do. <laughs> Is he in the German club? No. No, he's not in the okay, German okay. club. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he definitely known each other. Okay. He doesn't go to, he doesn't do the uh, after school clubs very much. He's, um, but uh, yeah, maybe they do know each other. Um, and so anyway, we had started this band for a charity fundraiser that we were doing in the high school um, because my friends and I had formed a recording club um, because we had the recording tech class uh, classes and the mm. recording studio. So we were like, this is so fun. Let's make a club out of it. So we started with recording Stas? club. You work with Stas? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, of course. Yeah, Mr. P's <laughs> man. We yeah. love Mr. P. Yeah, um, you know, and, and honestly, like, um, I don't want to downplay the importance of the stuff that he did in high school. I know a lot of people are like, oh, don't dwell on high school or whatever. And like, I don't, I wouldn't say that I dwell on it, but I have to say like the support we got and the encouragement that we got from those music teachers. I mean, the people that are, they have a lot of people that still do music that graduated years later, are still into music and performing and writing music and, you know, playing for fun. And it's just like, I don't know that it's like that other places you get, we got a lot of encouragement. Um, yeah. Yeah. You definitely the, did. Both, both my kids teachers. went through his, uh, his class and, uh, and the illusion show, you guys must've been in the illusion show, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and, um, and the bassist in my in it. My guitarist in Mayapak, he went to Cortland High School in Cortland Manor. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so then sense. later on, um, a couple years later, we'd gone through we'd gone through a couple of lineup changes, and um, now uh, we our bassist joined. I want to say like three years. No, it's got to be more than three years ago. About four years ago. Wow. Oh my gosh, it feels like so old. I think four years ago. I can't even remember. I'm trying to do math in my head i think like four years ago and then recently we just uh not super, too super recently but maybe like a year and a half two years ago um our current drummer jacob rush joined um and it's really fun he's bringing a lot of fun back into the into, into playing so I, it's too bad that we can't really play out right now what was the last show you did what was the last performance oh geez okay um the last time we played i think it was at purchase college in the yeah. stud um we played like a night of originals with the um uh arts management club had this night that where they um had people come and do original music so i think we we played then which was really fun i love playing at uh purchase it's so fun i love playing at bars too because I, I yeah i like doing covers i think they're fun um but but it's really fun to play it play at colleges i like to play at venues where you can play all your original music and people are there to hear your music <laughs> mm -hmm, absolutely it's, it's yeah. really cool yeah it's a cool there's a big feel. there's a big festival in connecticut called the gathering of the vibes and uh, the very oh. first one was called deadhead heaven and it was at purchase college and i was there mm. i think it was like 1996 that was, was a long time ago that's awesome uh, that was the one the one concert uh, well i also saw dave mm. brubeck mandy and i went to see dave brubeck quartet at purchase at purchase that was one of the first dates we had wow 17 years ago man we don't have shows like that anymore <laughs> no that was cool that was pretty neat got to see him before he passed <laughs> That was fun. So what are you guys going to, have you thought about doing webcast shows or anything like that or performances? Yeah, we are. So right now, I mean, we have um, two, you know, we all live with our, our families. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to be considerate. Um, 
in terms of uh, what people are comfortable with with the pandemic. But we are planning on getting together soon and we're going to basically practice all our stuff and kind of have like a little meeting and talk about what we're going to do. I think we're going to start trying to um, book shows at outdoor venues, like um, at outdoor bars and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just hard because I don't want to put any pressure on any of my friends or family who aren't comfortable going to something. Um, but I do know that I'm, I'm sure venues aren't exactly expecting big draw anyway right, right now. Right. So they probably couldn't hold a big draw if you had it anyway. So we're just going to, we're going to talk about it, but yeah, we're planning on getting together soon. And I, I would love to do like a live stream with them. Um, we just have to figure that out because I think right now we're planning on being, you know, outside spreading out a little bit, mm -hmm. um, playing it safe because as much as we love music, you know, health has to be the most important thing for all of us and right. um, you know. Well, one thing I want to share, I, I saw I had a, uh, the Charles of Rock on, Charles of Rock, uh, a metal mariachi band, and yeah. they, did, they did an outdoor show. Mm. Nobody there, no audience, but they, they, they webcast it. And they That's had a, few, cool. a, a couple hundred people watching uh, and they That's did a awesome. mariachi version of another brick in the wall. Of, oh, wow. Um, they, they dedicated Hotel California to my uncle who had passed the week before. It was really cool. Oh, it, was a, wow. it was the first time I felt connected and like, you know, mm -hmm digging it and it, it's it was unique yeah. they did fire by hendrix they do you know a ring of fire and then really cool stuff and it felt like a conscious so cool. experience uh, so every, awesome. every time i talk to a band or a performer i'm like you got to do that because you know yeah just, i felt i felt like finally i was able to experience music you know something new and at from home yeah um, that's so, awesome and yeah, i so just want to say sorry for your loss if that was recent uh, it was um, it was and it was one of my biggest influences in rock like he was the one who taught mm -hmm. me what it was to be cool taught, introduced me to the stray cats and the clash and the ramones when i was like wow 10. Yeah, Aww. it was well, heavy duty. Sorry it was heavy to hear duty. about it. Shirts with me and alive. His record collections right here uh, next to me. So I've been playing through his records in the CD collection. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, it, it was it was sad, but um, yeah, he was a big influence on me, and I'm gonna keep rock and rolling live, and because that's that's what he want me to do. <laughs> yes, I think it would be from what I'm from what I can tell. <laughs> Absolutely. So what else are you up to? Uh, just during this pandemic summer, anything? Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I work um, part-time for um, a nonprofit foundation. Uh, so I've been continuing to do that. Um, my biggest thing was, you know, and it's hard because everyone deals with, um, everyone deals with difficult times in a different way. Mm -hmm. But me, I, um, I was a double major in, in college. So I got two different bachelor's degrees. I actually have a degree in history in, in arts and then also bachelor's in music. And I did them all in four years wow. and I was working while I did it part-time. So I just felt like I never had time to really do the projects that I wanted to. When this happens, like, you know what? Like it's obviously it's not a great time, but if it, I would be, I know that future me would be so upset if I didn't take advantage of some of the extra time I had to start some of the projects that I had wanted to do. So, right. you know, it's, um, I've been, you know, making a couple of YouTube covers and videos and stuff. I really, really good. Everyone should go watch them. I posted a few of them and I'm going to oh, add, add you and your band as a featured, uh, featured channel on my channel. Uh, oh, thank you so much. Absolutely. That's so kind of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually like, I really like doing educational videos and things like that. I've been, um, I uh, loved your Beatles, your Beatles one. I watched that whole thing. Thank you. Was, <laughs> thank was you so much. I, yeah, I want to do more videos like that. The thing is, you know, they don't get a lot of views, but that's okay. I just want to put the information out. I'm a big believer in sharing knowledge for like the sake of right. sharing knowledge. I don't like the idea of somebody learning something and keeping it a secret um, because I don't think that the mute, like someone else being successful 
does not mean that there's less success to go around. Absolutely. Absolutely. People fall into that trap. You're right. People get jealous. They get upset. They get competitive. And that's Mm -hmm. bad for music as a whole because music evolves as an art when everyone is working together and pulling things from each other and sharing things with each other. That's when the art really advances and that's when you make big strides. So um, I really like making educational content. I want to continue to do stuff. I was thinking of making a series, which would take like probably forever. It's so out there. But I want to make some kind of series like along the lines of literally everything I learned at music school. Do it. Start now. Don't get bogged down by thinking of the whole thing. Think of the first oh, yeah. one or two and do mm-hmm. them. I just do them. Yeah, and, because I don't want there to be a barrier for people to learn. I don't, I don't think there yeah. is. I think that a lot of people, I mean, so many, I'm so inspired by people who put out content on YouTube for free that is so educational and helpful. And, you know, it gets like, you know, a couple thousand views but they keep doing stuff like that. Like that's truly doing something kind for, for people. And I would love to do something like that, especially because I feel like I had such a unique musical education with my program. It's, it's kind of unique. It's more of like a, um, you know, it's like a composition program, but it's geared towards modern production and songwriting. So we get a little bit of everything. We get a little bit of jazz theory. We get a little mm-hmm. bit of um, arranging and it was a very well-rounded education, I think. And I'd love to share that with, with other people. It's funny, you just made me think, I took a history of jazz class uh, when I was an uh-huh. undergrad in New Paltz, and um, it was great, and, and, and everything I learned, you know, it was, it was awesome, after watching the whole Whit Marsalis jazz series, you know, and I've seen oh, wow. a bunch yeah. of really good jazz shows, uh, but it's funny, I remember the first day the professor came in, and he said that when he was 18, he quit college, got in his VW bus to go see Miles Davis open for the Grateful Dead, and I was like, wow. I was, like, I was like, that's like everything I want in life, right? That's <laughs> worth quitting college for. I would quit college for that. <laughs> totally, right? Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, it's so fun. But that, um, what I was thinking, too, another thought, Brittany, mm-hmm. um, I've been listening to a lot of um, you know young YouTubers of how they do it. Mm-hmm. And one lesson that every, seems to be coming from everybody is put as much content as you can up as soon as you can. Don't, yeah. don't wait, right? Because yeah. if you keep putting it up, the benefit will be fast forward three years from now. So you mm-hmm. do have a really good hit song. Now you have a thousand videos. A backlog. Yep. Start going to get a hit, and then you'll get paid. You know, so yep. don't be yeah, bashful. Go yeah. do it. You know, and, and I'm trying to encourage you know friends Definitely. and people I talk to, and I've been doing it. I, I, yesterday I recorded mm-hmm. "She" by the Misfits and stuck in the middle. Just grabbed my guitar, went oh, in the backyard, awesome. put it up there. I was like, you know, whatever, screw it. It was in me. Send it to me after the show. It so had to get leaves. out of me, you know. So it's on <laughs> Facebook. I think we're Facebook friends. I think we I'm are posting. Facebook friends, but I have to admit to you, I'm so bad at, at checking yeah. my Facebook. <laughs> I have to admit, I've been actually very bad at checking social media, and I'm trying to do better because obviously I put a song out and yeah. you know I don't want to I don't want to leave anyone hanging but um you know it's hard it feels like and and this is my my thing which um which I always particularly struggle with is managing social media for myself as like an artist because you know I have to admit like I don't love social <laughs> I don't love social media I've um mm-hmm. what I have been doing and like I, I might get some flack for uh for this but like you know every now and then just like trying to record like a little cover and just putting it up. And I know that that's not what everyone wants to like see on Instagram or like Facebook, but it's hard for me to just post like, especially during the pandemic, I'm not doing anything. And when I go do things, I like to live in the moment. Like I don't like to be taking pictures of like every little thing that I'm doing. I like to just enjoy the experiences, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of bad for an artist to do. do. (laughs) Um, It's not too late to change. No, I'm definitely, it's something I got to work on. So, um, yeah, but I, yeah, definitely send me those, um, or I'll go on your Facebook. I'll check it out after I'll, I'll know, I'll know to do it now. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've, I've been reborn as a musician. I kind you know, I was in the last band I was in, I played lead guitar in a Zappa cover band after college. 
Um, and that was, you know, kind of life fulfilling. You know, we learned about 50 Zappa songs. Did you ever listen to Frank Zappa at all? Yeah, occasionally. I don't know. Um, like I never put it on for myself, mm. um, to listen to, but I've heard it like on in the car. With yeah, I've wrote it for a few members of his band, and I've had his lead singer on the show three times. Um, awesome. Yeah, I'm really, really into Zappa. He's, he's he's my kind of gold standard. But after that, I got married, had kids, and and you know I would pluck around and whatnot. But since this happened, and and I've been doing a lot of meditation and yoga, I feel like I've been reborn as a musician, and I Amazing. just can't, I can't stop playing now. Um, I'm, feels, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, it feels so I think right. it comes in waves, you know? This has just been a, a tsunami. I just can't, yes. stop, can't stop. That's it. amazing. That, that's Charlena. That's Charlena back there. Right there. Right. Beautiful. Wow, yeah. nice. Yeah, Very that's my nice. girl. That's my girl. I love her. <laughs> and now, nice. I, now I have my uncle's, my uncle's acoustic guitars. Actually, the two songs I recorded yesterday, She by the Misfits and, and Stuck in the Middle, <laughs> were the first songs I recorded on my uncle's acoustic guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm sure he would love to see that, that they're still getting played. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, I, I know so. I know so. We used to vacation every summer and I'd bring acoustic down there and yeah, he, was, he used to like playing and yep, now, now I'm going to make his guitar sing. That's so I had, picked out, I had picked out a poster to give you. I'm really into, the, into rock posters. And I yeah, yeah right, I can tell. <laughs> but, but since this conversation, I've mm -hmm. changed my mind. So I'm going to make a mad dash to go get the poster I want to give you because you're going to love it. Okay. Right. All right. Uh, Cal, let's see how long it takes me. Oh. All right. All right. How long was that? Was it bad? 15 seconds. Ooh, sorry, everybody. Sorry for the dead air. But it's worth it. Because I think you're really going to like this. I just got this and I was like, because I love this person too. Mm -hmm. And I have another one that I'm hanging up, but you'd probably really like too, but it's hanging already. So. Oh, please. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Let's see it. Nassau yeah, I quite like that. Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I quite like that poster. It's yours, kiddo. It's yours. Wow. Thank you so much. That's so kind. I don't know what year it was. It's a, it's number 300 out of 300 signed by the artist. Wow. Uh, oh, 7th. wow. You know, tickets are 20 bucks, so it's got to be a while ago. It's probably like 95 or 96 wow. or something. I wasn't even alive. I know. <laughs> I now you have this, it's just so cool. It's such a cool Gwen poster. That is so cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, that's, I, that's yours as well. Gwen Stefani is my wow. queen. So I'm, when, if you're watching, no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally broke, so you're gonna have to pick him up. I can't ship him to you. I'm not. I, I can't. Oh, please! You literally live 15 minutes away. It is so yeah, you gotta stop by. Stop by. I work. I work from home, so I'm I'm around. And uh, yeah, awesome. these, those years. Oh, and one more. And this is their last record incentive. Okay. You've heard of John Lennon, right? Of course. Have you heard of Drunk John Lennon? No. <laughs> well, Drunk John Lennon sings a song called "I Want to Hold Your Gland." Oh my god! <laughs> it is, and it's literally—it's it, a comedy thing. He's like screaming at the top of his lungs. Amazing! It's really funny. And the so side B is a cover of a "Hey Toe." Oh, hey, toe. <laughs> where, are you, where, where are you going with that sneaker on your foot? <laughs> oh wow! It is hilarious. So now you really got to get a record player. You have War okay. Things by okay. Unholy Swell. You got yes. David Peel with John Lennon, and you got Drunk John Lennon. I will certainly. Be All right, so that's there's, that. there's your incentive. There is <laughs> and, um, my incentive. We got to talk about having your whole band on here. I want to have Matt on. Matt's oh. a monster, first of all. Yeah, he, I'm like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm, I love that guy. It's he is uh, insane. You'll never meet somebody that is so talented yet so humble. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. That's a good. That's, that's, that's two it. good qualities to have, and the combination mm -hmm. can be can be devastatingly good. Um, so yeah, well, I'd like to have you guys all on. 
Um, we, yeah, we'd love to do it. All right, let's, let's talk. We got to talk offline. You got to pick up your stuff. I'm going to start yes. publishing, uh, promoting you guys on social media any way I can. Um, I really I'm, I'm in. That. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I love you. I love your band. And um, yeah, I want to do what we can do to try to get your music out to people. Um, I'm really interested in trying to get a concert going. I want to see you guys play a full show. Oh, yeah. I'd love I, to. I, I'll send you the link to the uh, to the mariachi band's concert. Yes, please do. Their version please of Another do. Brick in the Wall is just so awesome. I have to hear it. got that, this horn yeah. part in it. That's, it's, listen to the horn part in Another Brick in the Wall when I send it to you. It's so cute. It's, it's that's awesome. awesome. I have yeah. to hear it. Totally. Totally. So thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Taking the time. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Can I just say like a quick thank you to the people who absolutely um, whoever you want. Take first of all, thank you to you for having me on. And You're welcome. I just want to thank the people that played and and did things on my single today. Um, so big thank you to Nick Soshin who produced it, played bass on it, um, mixed it, mastered it, and played some guitar on it. Thank you to Matt Marin who is the guitarist of my band who played um, awesome. a feature awesome. lead guitar part. Thank you to Jake Albee for recording drums and keys. Cooper Myers for playing trombone. Thank Ethan, whose last name I always screw up, DeSaltes, for playing that six sax solo. And I think that's everyone. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to thank them really quick. <laughs> yeah, no, that, definitely, definitely. The single's great. Everybody listen to it. I'll be promoting it and sending out links. And um, look, so look on my YouTube for a future channel. I'm going to add Brittany's and also um, Augustine's um, channel on there. And um, yeah, I look forward to talking to you, working with you, and, yeah. uh, and trying to help get your music out there and, and make you guys successful because you. you deserve it. You guys are awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for doing this. It was really a fun time. Yeah. Well, let's, let's start playing in the next one because uh, this is just the beginning. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, have a great day. Take care, thank everybody. You. Bye.